Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Mike Munzenreiter, associate editor with Fender Bender, and with me today is Megan Williams, co-founder of digital marketing company 3P Marketing Solutions and a collision repair marketing expert. Today, Megan and I are talking about some do's and don'ts of marketing on social media. Thanks for coming on, Megan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing fine, thanks. Um, was thinking with uh, this edition of the podcast that it's always good to remind shop owners uh, of some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to social media and promoting their business online. A couple things that come to mind, like the good good sides of social media. It's free and something we talk about frequently. It's a trackable form of marketing. Though, um, what are some of the d- general downsides that that can happen? trying to market on social media? Some of the biggest issues just come from maybe not keeping your eyes on your social media account like you should, because things can go quote unquote viral so quickly and it could be good or bad. We just want to make sure that we keep everything very on the up and up, you know, not diving into things uh, that could go a negative way. But then also it's really important that you have someone yourself or within the shop that has an eye on the social media account to kind of monitor post interactions and comments and things of that nature. Got it. Yeah. You can't just put stuff out in the world and let them do what they may do. There's, there's a uh, something to do after you hit post. Absolutely. Great. So I was thinking of just kind of throwing out a couple of things you can do or things you should not do and uh, getting your takes on them, Megan. So we'll start with uh, should shop owners post about current events? I think the baseline here is that, you know, there is a marketing element to it. Yeah. So in my opinion, if it's like the election, religion, anything like that, no. If it's a current event as of maybe a fundraiser that's going on in your city or a big 5K run that they're doing or something of that nature, then yes. Yeah. And just so that we're clear, you know, election, general politics, religion, why are those issues topics to avoid? Because you are going to be incriminating yourself for one way and you're going to immediately be rubbing the people that don't agree with that viewpoint the wrong way. And so you're already, you know, like, let's say if you just make a, you know, a political post, you're kind of alienating a portion of your potential customer base by doing that. And so it's just not necessary. And it's just really good to just not even go down those paths. Yeah, not even going down those paths. It makes me think that even a less than specific reference, maybe without even an opinion put out there, even that reference can get you in hot water. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, which I know is kind of a controversial take, is that if you are someone that's well known, if your name is the the body shop's name, you know, you, your family, it's like, while it may not be fair that people are judging you based on your opinions that you're putting out publicly or via social media, they are still judging those and they're still correlating your personal beliefs on your pages to your shops, especially if you have it like in your profile on social media accounts that you're the owner or you're the president of XYZ body shop. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of touched on it a a little bit already, but uh, do or don't tie in current events to your posts, maybe a 4th of July parade or other goings on around town. Yes, absolutely do this. And it is such a good idea to do things. 4th of July is such a, a great example 
one of my most commonly hundreds of shares, we had hundreds of interactions on our post was creating a list of all the firework displays that were going on in our city. We did it every single year. And it was like our post is the one that the news are the news outlets in our city were reposting because no one had taken the, you know, 10 minutes to do the research on the seven or eight different fireworks shows that were going on. Great, great topic. You know, it's something that adds value and it's another good way to get yourself in front of people that are, you know, they are not getting in a wreck right now. They're not looking for a collision repair center, but you just provided them something of value. Yeah. I think that's kind of a slept on, so to speak, aspect of social media. It doesn't always have to be shop specific. You can be doing kind of public service work that'll get you noticed. Yeah. And it's honestly almost the best way to get interaction just because of the niche, you know, industry that we're in. Like, you know, we've talked about, you don't, people aren't getting in wrecks very commonly. Um, You know, if they're not in the market for collision repair center, they're not typically seeking out a collision repair center for any reason. So with us, by being able to grab onto those positive public things and kind of offer something of value to our followers, that's really, really helpful. So another kind of twist on what we already said not to do. What about, so do or don't, what about a post about political happenings that affect the collision repair industry? Ooh, so good. It would depend on what the status was. Like, let's say, I don't know how tied to politics, you know, politics you're referencing, but if it's something that's saying, you know, hey, you need to go to bat and stand up to your insurance agent or your insurance agency if you get in a wreck, I think that's important because that's that piece of education that is kind of missing right now because people don't know better. They're taking their insurance agent's word for, you know, where they need to take their vehicle, et cetera. And that is kind of on the body shops for us to be marketing to the consumer, like, hey, it's your car, it's your rights. You, you know, these are the things you need to be looking out for. So I think that that could be a good thing. I wouldn't solely post on that though, because that's not entertaining or something that's going to get a lot of, you know, shares or anything of that nature. Got it. And uh, yeah, kind of a, a different twist on that same idea. What of, you know, something going through the state house that could affect the way the industry functions, an actual law that's, uh, let's, let's say up for a vote. I don't know. I don't know if I would touch it, honestly. Like I said, it might be something that you feel passionately about posting on your personal page, but I don't know if it's really going to get you any type of result from the the business's page. Because once again, depending on what outcome you're obviously hoping for and you're positioning to your followers on your Facebook page, um, whatever thing you're hoping for, it's going to end up being tied to a political party. So I don't know if you want to go down that route. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I I hadn't thought of that necessarily that no matter what, it does get tied back one way or Mm -hmm. another. Yeah, very good. Um, Do or don't post work related stuff about the goings on at your shop. Yes, a huge do. Social media is awesome because it bridges the online and offline offline and online worlds together. So if you're able to give people a behind the scenes look, that's what everyone's interested in. You know, we're all nosy. We all want to see what's going on. And not a lot of people are in, you know, in body shops. And it's so cool to actually be able to show people, you know, your staff, what's going on, celebrating retirement or retirements or milestones, et cetera. So definitely a huge do. 
Yeah, and that seems to tie back to that education piece of, hey, it's your your vehicle, you get to say what happens to it, and let's say you are in a crash, here's what's going to happen to it, here's how we're going to put it back together. I think pulling back the curtain has has a lot of value here. Yeah, and it also gives you a really good platform to highlight your employees, and your employees, no matter if they want to admit it or not, they do appreciate that, and it's also setting the tone for how you treat your employees. If your employees, you know, do they look happy? Does it look like it's a clean and nice place to work? Because, you know, people are always critiquing things like that. And it's just really important to have a good positive image. Do or don't post non-controversial, though completely personal things. Uh, (laughs) uh, I think that you kind of want to keep it vague. And I don't think it's really a good thing to have it be very apparent as to who's managing or who's running the shop's Facebook page. I think it's kind of nice that you just act like you're kind of a silent partner, if you will, and you're just putting that out there. And another thing that that opens up the issue to is that um, someone may not like that person. And if you make it known, this is the person running our Facebook page, they may start going on their personal Facebook pages or their social media accounts and finding something that you don't want being spread all over. Keep, you know, separate the business and the personal. Yep. And I know this, this just kind of, this last one kind of builds off of that previous one and you were pretty clear cut about it, but I think it's, it's worth repeating because it's something that comes up, uh, I believe often do or don't should shop owners ever use the shop's account as if it were their personal account? (laughs) No, definitely not. Um, you know, I will go back and say that the only time that I ever personally tagged myself in something was whenever I was responding back to a review. Um, be it good or bad. I always did have that because I feel like that is a more personal touch. And I usually in those comments, it's always really important to make sure you're responding back to all reviews. If someone comments on your post, say something back, say, thank you, you know, kind of engage with them because that's really helpful. And it also, you know, it shows that you're paying attention to your social media account, but in that case, just saying Megan or whatever, just a first name or keeping it very vague. um, That kind of does, land a little more of a personal touch to it without getting into the specifics of who I am or who it is commenting. Yeah. And um, maybe just to then backtrack, because I know that there are those accounts out there that double as both the shop and the shop owner's account. Why is that such a, just a sketchy situation? Yeah, that's just like, opening yourself up for problems because, you know, we all have people that uh, may not be our biggest fans and they still may be coming after that. And you don't want, you want that separation because what we do personally and what we be, we do professionally just needs to have that separation just because there's too many issues. Um, and it just opening yourself up for your shop to be hated on or your shop's post to be shared and not cast in, in a good light. If someone's upset with something you did, um, it's just best that they're completely separate. Yeah. It sounds like it's all about avoiding bad engagement, fostering the good engagement. And one thing he brought up was, you know, responding to every, every interaction gets a response. Does that sort of create a feedback loop that just makes people want to interact with you more? Yeah, from my experience, it does. And it does show people that you're paying attention. You know, it's not just some automated post that you're scheduling and you have no idea what's going on on your social media accounts. Um, You know, they always say that 
if you get a bad review or something on Facebook, the most important thing to do is to respond because people are going and they're reading those. So if you're getting any type of review and you're not responding to any of them, especially the negative ones, that's telling people that you just don't care about what's happening versus, you know, having a good response, asking them to call you or, you know, rec, we want to rectify the issue just goes a long way. Yeah, it sounds like it, it ties into your opening idea, which is, you know, you have to monitor what you're putting out there and the reactions to it and just make sure that you're keeping tabs. Absolutely. Perfect. Any, any parting thoughts, Megan? Uh, no, other than you don't always have to post about car shows or cars because a lot of people that are needing collision repair services are not actually interested in those two things, but that is the most common thing I see on shops pages. Um, but I think that they're limiting themselves to the audience that they could be going after. Got it. So put together that post that highlights the 4th of July events, think outside the box and it'll do you well. It will. Awesome. Well, thanks as always, Megan. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for joining us again today. Once again, I'm Mike Munzenreiter with Fender Bender, and this was Collision Cast. Mm-hmm.